Welcome to National Transport Podcast, Episode 5. And in this episode, we'll be going over Scarborough Local's new buses for the 7 and 7A. The Stagecoach brand is changing, maybe? Tees Valley. Tenders for the Cornwall Bus Network. Consultation for Bristol Bus Network. ADL's new fleet of service vans. And Alexander Dennis's new Enviro 400ER. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget, if you want to get involved with the podcast, you can always send us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash n-a-t-t-p. And for our first stop, we're going to Scarborough. New Scarborough 7 buses featuring free Wi-Fi and charging points to go on the road. East Yorkshire, operator of Scarborough Local Buses, is to unveil eight new buses to operate in and around Scarborough. The new single-decker buses will be used on the popular service 77A, circular routes between Scarborough, Crossgates, Eastfield and Osbury, with the routes set to be branded as Scarborough 7s. Meeting the highest Euro 6 environmental standards, the buses will help to keep the air clean and free from pollution. Each bus also features comfortable seating, free Wi-Fi, USB charging points and next stop announcement systems. All the new buses have been locally built at the ADL factory in Scarborough, helping support jobs in the local economy and will be in service over the next few weeks. At an event in Scarborough, Town Centre on Friday 9th of August, the public will be able to take a look at one of the buses and see the Scarborough 7's brand for the first time, as well as finding out more about bus travel in and around Scarborough with a new local bus guide. The bus will be on the corner of Aberdeen Walk and Westborough close to the Bunswick Centre in the Town Centre, from 10am until 3pm. Ben Gilligan, Area Director of East Yorkshire said, we are delighted to launch our new Scarborough 7 buses, part of the ongoing commitment to improving bus services in Scarborough by investing in our fleet. The buses all feature the latest technology to improve the passenger experience, with charging ports for smartphones, free Wi-Fi and next stop announcements, which help passengers who don't travel on the route regularly to know exactly where they are and when they are to get off. The buses build on East Yorkshire's existing investment in its fleet, which has already seen £2 million of new coaches, two new local low-emission decker buses and eight refurbished Scarborough-based coaster buses joining the fleet in the last few months. Investment has also been made in upgrading its open-top buses with newly branded Beachcomber buses now operating. On to a little branding news. Is new Stagecoach branding moving a step closer to completion? Designed by Ray Stemming of Best Impressions, the Beach Ball branding, as it's commonly known in the industry, has been gracing thousands of Stagecoach UK bus vehicles since 2000, when it replaced the original stripe delivery. Back in February 2017, there were hints that Stagecoach was considering a new livery and cutting down the number of variations that it's currently used, but nothing seemed to result from this in terms of livery. However, it was made policy that any repainted vehicles would only carry stagecoach branding rather than local strap lines such as stagecoach in Yorkshire, thus making it easier to transfer vehicles between fleets and so on. It would now seem that alternative liveries are once again being considered. At the end of last month, images of the Alexander 
ALX300 Body Man 18.2402447 appeared on a social media enthusiast site in two experimental liveries. One half of the vehicle was painted in a light green livery and the other half in a red livery. Both liveries included part of the enlarged stagecoach logo. Plaxton Panther bodied Volvo B12 BT 54051 has also been painted in a dark purple livery, again featuring the enlarged stagecoach logo. This vehicle also carried an updated stagecoach logo and used a different font for their fleet name, which included the strapline Connect under it. Stephen Stewart, Director of Communications at Stagecoach, said, We have previously confirmed that we are looking into our brand as part of a wider project to ensure our bus business is fit for the future. However, we have nothing further to share at this stage and we don't ever comment on speculation about our company. On to the Tees Valley now. Tees Valley to pilot demand-responsive bus service. The Tees Valley Mayor and Combined Authority Cabinet have agreed plans to pilot a demand-responsive bus service and further investigate the potential for partnership system for the area's operators. Area of Darlington, Hartlepool and Redcar and Cleveland will be used for the pilot which will see passengers able to pre-book via a phone, smartphone app or via a website. They can request pickup and drop-off points within the serviced areas and the destinations including transport hubs and hospitals outside of the area. The region is also exploring the possibility of establishing a bus partnership. The scheme aims to help residents in more isolated communities access essential services and training and employment, opportunities that are being created across Tees Valley. Procurement is now underway and is expected that the new model will be up and running by the end of 2019 for a minimum of three years. If successful, there is a potential to extend the service into other rural and possibly urban areas. Tees Valley Mayor Ben Hochen says, People in rural areas are frequently left behind as routes are decided by bus companies that need to make a profit. We're driving cash into every part of the transport network, from upgrades to our major train stations, roads and walking and cycling routes, to an airport that's now under our control. But I can't nationalise buses. That's why this Uber-style service is a great answer to get those people not served by other routes moving to where they need to be. Councillor Heather Scott, combined authority cabinet lead for transport, said Everyone in Tees Valley deserves a reliable, affordable, good quality public transport, no matter where they live. There's no point in us working hard to create jobs and training, or to improve our town centres and their attractions, if our residents can't access any of it. This scheme will help those who need it the most benefit from the opportunities and changes we're bringing about. At the meeting, the Mayor and Cabinet noted the recommendation to continue exploring the potential for partnership working with the existing bus operators across the region, and talks with the operators on the opportunities of this model have begun to explore the final shape this will take. The contents of the Combined Authority's draft strategic transport plan were also approved. This strategy will help deliver the proposed vision to provide a high-quality, clean, quick, affordable, reliable and safe transport network for people and freight to move within, to and from Tees Valley. The plan covers all major forms of transport including road and rail, public transport and sustainable travel including walking and cycling. A 12-week consultation will now be launched before the plan is formally adopted in early 2020. And now to the southwest. Tenders have been invited for Cornwall Bus Network. Tenders will focus on the delivery of quality over price, according to Council Portfolio Holder for Transport. The announcement forms part of the Council's One Public Transport System plans. 
Cornwall Council has invited operators to submit tenders to run the county's bus network for a period of eight years as part of its ambitious One Public Transport System for Cornwall OTP SFC plans. The council is developing a fully integrated public transport system which links in with the new timetable on the Cornish mainline and has already seen improvements to the bus and rail networks under Cornwall's devolution deal programme. It has led to 5% increase in ridership since last year and satisfaction levels among bus users are at 90%. The council aims to become carbon neutral by 2030 and sees tendering of the bus network as a next stage in the plan. Jeff Brown, Cornwall Council Cabinet Portfolio Holder for Transport said, We want to encourage more people to switch from their cars to using public transport to travel to work and for leisure activities. This means providing reliable bus services which are available when and where the passengers want them. By letting the tenders for 8 rather than 4 years we can work with the bus operators to vest in the future of our network and ensure that we can continue to provide an enjoyable journey experience that meets passengers needs. We also want to continue to improve the quality of our public transport. To help us achieve this aim, these tenders will focus on the delivery of quality over price. This is a significant change that we want to look forward to, to receiving tenders from ambitious and forward-thinking operators who share our exciting vision for a future of public transport in Cornwall. The past 12 months have seen free bus interchanges upgraded and the council's promised that investment and improvement will continue after the tenders are awarded with more bus and rail interchange upgrades to follow. On to Bristol now. A Bristol consultation has been announced. The West of England Combined Authority expects the consultation to start around Christmas time. The Bristol Post has reported that a proposal to create a redesigned bus network for Bristol, which would see services reorganised into main radial routes linked by new orbital services. The proposal claims that this would increase the number of destinations served, but could require people to change buses or walk further to board the bus. Talking about the scheme proposed by Arup Adam Crowther, Bristol's Head of Strategic Transport said, It is really, really ambitious and it will take some pretty radical interventions, and that the initial consultation would seek feedback from users before proposing any changes. Are they willing to walk further to a bus stop? Are they willing to change from bus to bus? Are they willing to commit collectively to giving up road space for buses and make that network the network we really want it to be? The plan would see fewer radial routes, but each with high frequency services connected to an orbital service at the number of interchange points. Councillors have welcomed the idea in principle, but warned that the interchange points would need to be welcoming, safe and weatherproof. If the idea were to be successful, and that the provision of good real-time information was essential, Labour councillor Mark Bradshaw said that these changes would need to go in hand in hand with smart ticketing to ensure passengers will not charge more to make their journey. Adam also said that there would need to be significant improvements to bus priority measures and reduction of road space available to cars. The West of England Combined Authority expects a consultation to start around Christmas with a strategy agreed sometime in the spring. And for our final two pieces we head on over to Alexander Dennis Limited. ADL rolls out a new fleet of field service vans. ADL has launched a brand new fleet of 21 purpose-built service vans to support operators around the country. Equipped with the latest fleet management technology to enable rapid allocation of jobs, the vans are fitted with a modular racking to carry everything required by technicians to diagnose, repair and adjust on site as required. The vans are fitted with the latest fleet management technology, 
Mark Wallace, UK aftermarket director, said, With these new vans, ADL's excellent aftermarket support is getting a, a further boost, and we are taking support provided by our field service engineers to another level. Together with our AD24 digital platform and our well-stocked, reliable parts supply for buses and coaches of all makes, we provide operators with a one-stop service that's easy access and quick to respond. And finally, a new bus from Alexander Dennis Limited. Alexander Dennis Enviro 400ER gives electric range with a new hybrid option. Alexander Dennis is expanding the UK's widest range of low, zero emissions buses with a new Enviro 400ER electric range hybrid double-decker bus. Developed with BAE systems, the Enviro 400ER offers geofenced zero emissions capability, making it an ideal solution for pollution hotspots in towns and cities. Based on the series hybrid technology proven in 1,400 Alexander Dennis hybrid buses in the UK, the new Enviro 400ER provides an easy solution to meet local ultra-low emission zones and zero emissions targets without the need for expensive charging infrastructure and without an impact on daily operational range. The Enviro 400ER can run up to 3 miles on electric mode with an exact distance depending on factors such as travel time and route profile. The vehicle utilises a 32kWh capacity energy storage system comprising third-generation lithium-nickel magnanese coal-bait battery technology, as well as the same components in the latest generation of the Enviro 400H hybrid bus. The bus does not need to be charged externally, avoiding costly infrastructure in the depots and terminuses. Art for Whiteside, Managing Director of UK Sales at Alexander Dennis says, Improving air quality is on everyone's agenda and Alexander Dennis supports these efforts with the market's widest range of low and zero emission buses. Our new electric range option offers a high cost effective way of introducing zero emissions capability with no need to change operational practices. Ian Wilson, Director of Business Development at BAE Systems adds, Our proven electric range hybrid technology provides an innovative and practical solution that is used in thousands of buses worldwide. This system delivers low emission operation wherever there is an emerging demand for clean air zones without the complication and expense of charging infrastructure. Brighton & Hove is the first UK bus operator to order the E400ER. 30 electric range hybrid buses will join the go-ahead group subsidiary fleet later this year for use on Route 5, running in zero emission mode in the centre of Brighton. And that's all we've got time for this week. Join us next week where we'll be interviewing David Squire of Yellow Buses of Bournemouth. Anything you want to add to the podcast? Just send us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash NATTP. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll see you all next week.